Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from Luke, chapter 1. Just before our reading, Luke has told the story of the priest Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth. This older couple was deeply religious, but unable to have children. Suddenly, out of nowhere, an angel visits Zachariah in the temple and announces that Elizabeth will bear a son. Later, we learn that this son will be John the Baptist. And then another angel. Listen to the word of God as it comes to us from Luke 1, verses, starting with verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the town of Galilee, in Nazareth, a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph from the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give him to the throne of, of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be, as I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy and he will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her for whom it was said to be barren. For nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, your servant. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second lesson comes to us from Luke chapter 1, continuing the story. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child in her leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened that the mother of my Lord comes to me. For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, my child leapt in my womb, leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed, who had faith, that there would be a fulfillment 
of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations shall call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for all who stand in awe of him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promises he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? O oh God, open us to the sound of your voice in the music, in the silence, in the word that we might know your presence. Amen. As I prepared for this Jazz Sunday, this fourth Sunday of Advent, when we light the candle of love, I've been thinking a lot about love and our deep, deep need for it. And if I'm honest, I've also been aware of all the places where cynicism has taken root in our hearts. And it's understandable. Sometimes things feel so hopeless it's hard to take it all in. Tornadoes wreaking havoc in the Midwest, COVID claiming 800,000 lives in the US, climate change cleaving ice in the Arctic, and close to home news of cancer and custody battles and economic crises for those we know and love. But today on Jazz Sunday, I'm also reminded that poetry and song can name things in ways that mere prose cannot. And while we're in a place very different than Bach, I thought I'd introduce another genre, a song by Carrie Underwood. She nails it. The song begins, a stray bullet and a mama cries, her baby won't be coming home tonight. Sirens screaming down the avenue, just another story on the evening news, oh whoa. Politics and prejudice, how the hell did it ever come to this when everybody's gotta pick a side? It don't matter if you're wrong or right, no, and so it goes. And so it goes. It's no wonder the world feels so very weary and heavy laden, which is exactly, exactly when we need faith 
the most. Faith in God, faith in God's future, and above all, faith in God's love. How do we keep the faith? Maybe we can take a lesson from another woman's song, a woman whose lyrics we heard today. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. God's love is for all who stand in awe of him from generation to generation. God's love is forever, and if that weren't clear enough, did you notice the force of that promise? God has shown strength with his arm, has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts, has brought down the mighty, lifted up the lowly, has filled the hungry with good things, has sent away the rich empty, has helped his servant, his people in remembrance of his mercy and fulfillment of his love. God already has. Mary isn't singing in future tense. She's singing in past tense. Why? Scholar Fred Craddock unpacks it. These lines refer to God's establishing justice and mercy in the future, in the end time, in the eschaton. So why use the past tense and not the future, he asks. He says, well, this particular use says what's timelessly true, past, present, and future. And then he says there's another reason, too. The past tense is a way of expressing the confidence and certainty as though they already were. So sure is the singer that God will do what is promised, that it is proclaimed as accomplished fact. Mary sings of the God who brings down the mighty and exalts those of low degree, who fills the hungry and sends the rich away empty. And notice this eschatological end time reversal, it's already begun. And God's choice of Mary is evidence of it. This isn't a dream or a wish or a fantasy. God has already completed the end of the story like great jazz, where we know how the story ends and we don't know how we're going to get there. That's how it works in God's world. So now it's our turn. Now it's our turn to play that music, to live into that future, to trust in the power of God's love, to know how the song ends. Now, that doesn't mean that we hide from the truth. A wise man once said the truth will set us free. Reality is still the same. Carrie Underwood's, Underwood's song is true. A stray bullet and a mama cries, just another story on the evening news, politics and prejudice. But her song doesn't end there either, any more than Mary's song ends with the hungry and the lowly resigned to staying in their place. In fact, Underwood's song is titled 
love wins. And it continues. And so it goes. But I hold on to hope and I won't let go because I, I believe you and me are sisters and brothers and I, I believe we're made to be here for each other and we'll never fail if we walk hand in hand, put a world that seems broken together again. Yeah, I believe that in the end love wins. Sometimes it takes a lot of faith to keep believing there will come a day when the tears and the sadness and the pain and the hate, the struggle and the madness will all fade away. Yeah, love is power. Love is a smile. Love reaches out. Love is the remedy. Love is the answer. Love is the open door. Love is the only thing worth fighting for. Love will, love can, love still, love wins. I love her song as much almost as I love Mary's. Can we do this by ourselves? Of course not. But as Mary's song and Carrie's song and the angel's song remind us, God loves this world. God loves this world. And God can. God will. And God, God already has. Amen.